Sandball Podcast Network. We're putting the band back together. Twisted Minds brought you the original fan ball. We had a bad pile of enough to turn goat piss in the gas This is the Fan Ball Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're dumb, surround yourself with smart people. And if you're smart, surround yourself with smart people who disagree with you. Welcome back to another episode of the Fanball Fantasy Football Podcast. I did it kind of normal again that time, John. It would, you know, it, it's subdued, and uh, I'm just wondering where you're welcoming, welcoming them back from. I know. You're where assuming they? they left. I, I do. just assume they've got this, you know, the, the Fanball Network all 24-7, Unloop. and that, you know, maybe they left the room to get, you know, some pizza rolls or something and came back. We need to throw it on uh, an iHeartRadio or something so that they can just play it on a loop on a all loop. times. Absolutely. I like that. I like that idea. Well, we are here to talk about values for this weekend's games. But before we get into that, we got some stuff going on at Fanball. Lots of stuff going on. Yeah. First off, we always have our lobby. I believe the NFL Paydirt is back this week. Absolutely. Uh, do you know if the four plays back again? I think um, it is. Not, that's a good. The four, yes, the four play bonus is back in play Ooh. this week. Highest scoring quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. You got to have all four, but you've got them on your roster. Then uh, you get a share of one thousand yeah. dollars. In addition to probably winning you the yeah <laughs> winning the you'll probably so. win. You'll probably win your contest if you're in there. Uh, we also have drafts. We have drafts. You go to the lobby. You click up on the top of the screen. There's like a little thing that says draft, and I think there's a little green little new logo right next to it, um, icon or whatever. Uh, play in those drafts, and today, this should be out well in time for you to get in on it. Today from 4 to 8, happy hour. Drafts at happy hour. I love it. Yep, 4 to 8 Eastern, you get uh, a free uh, just for entering a free ticket into the Chase Charge Challenge Week 17, where you can conceivably win $5,000. There's a $15,000 pot, a $5,000 grand prize, and you get a free ticket to play in that. It becomes a free roll for you. All you have to do is enter a draft today and, between 4 and 8. And leading up to happy hour, you and I are going to have some free drafts out there. And if you win that free draft, my understanding is you also – Get a ticket into That's the Chase Church Challenge. So That's the rumor. You're gonna have to take down fish, though, and fish is man, fish is formidable. Yeah, I won the I won the one the we scent. the one we did on the podcast last week. Uh, I won that one, but I don't think I've won any others. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only draft I've won so far. It is. By the way, we need to stress that this happy hour is BYOB. Yep, BYOB. You can drink while you're drafting. We we actually we encourage, encourage it, it. exactly. Yeah. But four to eight <laughs> Eastern. Fanball.com, lobby, click draft, enter any one of those. Jay will be so happy we're using Eastern time. <laughs> he will. Those damn Easterners. All right. Let's get into the values. Why don't we start with quarterbacks and, and start with your guy who I wrote about this week and also love. Well, I, there should be a lot of love for Jimmy Garoppolo and not just for the matinee idol good looks. Uh, he gets Houston <laughs> this week. Matinee idol? What's a matinee idol? That's a throwback term to the 50s. 
Wow. Mo- like how about that. movie star good looks? How about I, that? I like that. All I right. Like, All right. Matinee idol. I, I'm going to bring that into my there you go. daily vocabulary. Oh, I here. think you should. I like it. In one game and really one drive, he's put together 311 yards and a touchdown, completing passes at almost 72%. I mean, would that qualify him for the record? What was Sam Bradford's record last year? Wasn't it right it was around like that era? like 71.6 or 71.3 yeah, so or something like that. Yeah. Jimmy Grappolo already setting records, and he's only been the starter for one week. Uh, now he gets Houston's allowed the second most passing touchdowns this year. You might say, hey, that Houston defense, they've played better of late. They shut down, as you wrote, <laughs> the immortal Joe, the elite. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco and the not at all un, how'd you put it not at all not, underperforming yes. Marcus Mariota yes. oh my gosh has he been just he's been not good <laughs> dropping the ball those rushing touchdowns are propping him up they absolutely are uh, that's the past two weeks Houston now uh, still despite that they've allowed the third most passing yards per attempt almost eight yards 7.8 and the fourth most yards per completion uh Big plays. You got Marquise Goodwin, who yeah. I think we're going to talk about a little Goodwin bit later, who so has much. Olympic caliber speed. Yeah. yeah. And you've got a defense. Leads the NFL in yards per catch. Right. Yeah. What if he were to go up against a defense that's allowed 12 passes of 40 yards or more already this year? I know. tied for the it's most unreal. in the NFL. Uh, I know in your consider it done, your bold predictions column, you said the would it be the first career 300-yard game, or did he have one as in his? He did not have one the as a first Patriot. career 300 game. For a 300-yard game for Jimmy Garoppolo, I am totally on board with that. For $6,500 in a, in a week where there are not many quarterback values. You you had to scrape to find some quarterback value in that article, I know. Yeah, it was not a it. good week. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo at 6500 I think, is going to be, especially with, with Matt Stafford's hand injury, because he's priced around that. I believe he's mm-hmm. 66 or 67 yeah. with a fabulous matchup, but also a busted hand. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is the pivot to go to. Yeah, and I, I'm much more confident in Garoppolo than I am in guys also with great matchups like, you know, Hunley or Kaiser or guys like that. Uh, I can't go much cheaper. I, I love that call. <laughs> uh, my guy is Eli Manning. We should mention Jay's not here. Jay is in Atlanta or Detroit or We've lost track. New where Mexico in the world or, Where in the world know. is Jay? We have we have lost Jay Clemens. So I'm with John Tuvey, though. You get two of us. Uh, it, it'll be just as good. Maybe twice as good. Wait, that's not how the math works. Uh, I was told there would be no math. Is John's line my, there? My understanding <laughs> that there would be no math. <laughs> there we go. Uh, my guy is Eli Manning. $5,800. Dallas has allowed multiple touchdowns in five consecutive games. And in that stretch, the fifth most yards and the second most passing touchdowns They've actually allowed multiple touchdowns in nine of the 12 games they played. Nine times? Mm-hmm. Nine times. And uh, you, you, they've allowed at least one touchdown to every quarterback they faced, except for that guy they faced in week one. It was a Giants starter. I don't know who that was. But. Is it Gene? No. Um. <laughs> oh, so they do face Eli Manning, the only quarterback not to score a touchdown against <laughs> them this season. Revenge but, game. But I think it's, yeah, yeah, revenge game for not only not scoring in week <laughs> one, but also for the the. the the benching last week. It's a nice F you to McAdoo and, and everyone that was involved in that decision. I think, uh, Jerry Reese, uh, 
So I I like Manning in in the angry. You, you won't like. You will like Eli Manning when he's angry this week. Is Turning what I'm green thinking. and bursting out of his uniform. <laughs> his face will probably look exactly the same as it always <laughs> of course does. It will. <laughs> but uh, I think it's just a really good matchup for him. So I have him at 5800. Uh, do we want to move on to running backs, John? You got a yeah, running back for me over there. I, I do have a running back, and this is if Jimmy Garoppolo is a matinee idol, then Frank Gore is basic local cable. <laughs> but slow and steady wins. Slow and steady wins he the race. He is the tortoise. He is. He is absolutely great. the tortoise. He's a top twenty-five running back in fanball scoring. Yeah, I I, I went back and it. double checked. Um, he's had he hasn't had a huge game, no. but he's had seven double-digit fantasy point games for in, in fanball scoring that's more than jordan howard that's more than demarco murray wow that's more than Devonte freeman i mean those I'm, are i'm wow that's impressive i did not and, and there that. are there are other guys too is like yeah it's not quite as impressive as you know other guys ahead of him like i think carlos hyde was i was looking one. at this early in the week and i i think i don't even remember like an 80 or 85 yard game against no Gore. no like i think his top low. game is like 15 but they're all you know <laughs> 10, 11, 15, yeah. and now he gets a layup matchup in the Buffalo Bills that have allowed 11 rushing touchdowns over the last five weeks. Only one starting running back has failed to score against him, and that's Kareem Hunt, who has failed to score <laughs> since everybody. Since uh, week they, five. we gave him the rookie of the year and put him in Canton in week three. Yeah, Seven different running backs in five weeks have topped 75 rushing yards. Ooh. So wow. Frank Gore... Slowly, it, it's one of those you don't need to watch the game because he, he won't show up on red zone unless he has right. a one yard plunge. He's yeah. not going to show up in the Sports Center highlights, but you go to the box score at the end of the game. He's going to have his eighteen touches. What's his price? Uh, he is at fifty five hundred. Nice for a great matchup and a consistent starter. Exactly, and and just uh, yeah, just churn it out. I mean, he he's like a butter churn. Butter tastes good. Put it on hot <laughs> toast. I love butter on everything. So does my son. I love that about him. That's <laughs> how you know he's the my couch. Son. He'll uh, throw butter on everything. The DVD player. Do people even have those anymore. I, I think was gonna, so. I was going to say VCR, like but a DVD I know player those are that's gone. not a Blu-ray player. I think they still exist. Yeah, probably. Everybody uh, goes Netflix now. Technology. My kids were shocked that I knew what Netflix and chill means. <laughs> by the way, when I said we invented fanball and chill, Dad, do you know what that means? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you think you came from, kids? Let's have that talk now. All right. Oh, enough, enough of that. I'm not enough looking parenting. forward to any of those talks. <laughs> uh, my guy is Gio Bernard, and this is you know strictly based on Joe Mixon potentially not playing and the fact that they just don't have anyone else. <laughs> they don't. I mean, Jeremy Hill isn't on IR, and Brian Hill, uh, I believe they have Brian Hill now. They for, do have Brian Hill. <laughs> they signed him from Atlanta. Um, the Wyoming kid. He looked good in preseason, but yeah. I, I, I... I think this is like his third or fourth team. Man, uh, crazy. He just down the road, I, and you're the Devi guy. But Brian Hill drew enough attention from people that I trust, uh, you know, in the Twitter scouting universe. Yeah. That if he gets a shot somewhere, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm very interested. I wonder if this is the week. <laughs> well, hopefully Br- not. Well, yeah. Bernard got up. everything after Joe Mixon went out last week, so uh, that's why I'm giving it to him. He's he's facing a defense that's allowing 5.25 catches per game. And that's Bernard's game. And Bernard, if he's basically the only back, he could easily get 15 to 20 touches. And this is all on price, $3,400. I don't love him this week, but he's going up against a team that's bad at what he at defending what he does well. 
and it's a, an amazing price. So uh, keep an eye on Joe Mixon. If Joe Mixon's out, thirty four hundred. If you're if you really need to save some cash somewhere, that's not a bad place to go. All right. So far, my lineup is Garoppolo, Bernard, and Gore. <laughs> Are you making a lineup? Right I, now? I'm going to make a lineup and then on know, just our values. On just then, our value plays, and then I'll have ten thousand dollars for exactly. my flex plays. <laughs> well, I have a I have an expensive uh, value play coming up here right now at wide receiver. We've already talked about him a little bit, and pretty much all the salient talking points. He's $6,000. <laughs> Marquis Goodwin. Uh, I love him this week. I think by the time I refresh my rankings, he'll be in my top 15 or so wide receivers this week. Uh, on Fantasy Football Weekly this weekend, I'm going to give him an A grade just to see Charge's reaction. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, he leads the NFL in yards per catch at 19.3. Marquis Goodwin. Uh, the Texans have allowed 12 12 receptions over 40 yards. And here's a stat that John did not mention. All right. So so we're going to get something new in here. Over the last five games, the Texans have allowed nine receptions over 20 yards. Nine times? In the last five games, nine times. Six of those went for touchdowns. And that's that's Marcus that's his, Goodwin. That's his ballgame. Absolutely. That's his ballgame. So uh, I like Goodwin at Eight targets, eight catches last week with Garoppolo. Super ultra accurate Garoppolo in there. Uh, I like him for probably a hundred and a score. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets six to ten catches in that in, in doing so. I'm on board. He's I in the right. lineup. I love him. He's in. Love him this weekend. Mine plays a little cheaper, a lot riskier. It really it depends on the health of Matt Stafford's hand. But, uh, you know, if it's Jake Ruddock, I don't know that we're going to the tertiary options in the Detroit <laughs> passing game. But if it's Stafford, if he can go, you've got Kenny Galladay. I know he's only had two catches in four like straight it. weeks, um, so he needs that touchdown to be fantasy relevant. But he's also had, in each of those four games, at least one catch of 31 yards or more. Wow. So It does feel like that, though. A big plague against a banged up, and, you know, I, I don't want to say they've given up, but they're they, – They've licked the stamp on the envelope as far as mailing it in this year, the Tampa Bay defense. They're allowing the most fantasy points to opposing wideouts. That secondary is all kinds of banged up. And it really, a guy who scored two touchdowns in week one, all it takes is one, and, and he's, hitting a, you know, he's hitting a double. He's got double. He's got warning track power. Let's put it in baseball terms. Nice. Each of the last uh, four weeks with that 31-yard hit, now he just needs to go a little bit, you know, adjust the swing angle, get, get, get it out of the park. Um, Great matchup to do that. And for 4500 I, I think uh, if, if Matthew Stafford's a go, I can save some coin in my lineup at, uh, with throwing Kenny Galladay in. Nice. I like that a lot. It's, uh, man, yeah, the Bucks are just such a good matchup for, for wide receivers. Uh, it, 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 it really does depend on Stafford's hand, though. Yep. That's, that it is does. scary. Um, I'm going to throw in one more wide receiver nice. while we're just sitting here. Bonus. Martavis Bryant is $4,600. Juju Smith-Schuster is suspended for, you know, an on-the-field play that was as, as damaging as Gronk's. So, of course, they deserve the same suspension. You just, he get the suspension <laughs> if, if he doesn't taunt? I mean, because it, it was a borderline yeah, football play. He, yeah, he that's did what hit I, him up high. I, you know, yeah. I agree with you, and I totally agree. The Gronk thing was after the play and certainly involved. He deserved the penalty he got. I agree with Tredavious White. If he, Davis White. I've yeah. got a kid to raise. He could have broken my neck. Yep. That's unreal. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. We digress. We digress. Yeah, it's uh so Juju's gonna be out. Bryant's gonna be in. 
Bryant has four catches for 40 yards on six targets exactly in each of his last two games. Um, and But a lot of this is the Ravens are going to be playing without Jimmy Smith, so I think mm-hmm. that opens the door greatly. I was listening to another podcast, and I wish I could remember which one it you was. You listen to too many. I do. But they were talking about how – I think it was CBS. I think this is a Jamie Eisenberg stat. But over the last two games against the Ravens with that, Jimmy Smith out, Big Ben has nine touchdowns and like 660-some yards. Uh he he's just lit them up. Mm-hmm. So I I really do like the Steelers this week. Uh with Jimmy Smith out, I I find it hard for the, the Ravens to be able to defend. I cannot disagree. Uh, Forty six hundred. And, and Jimmy Smith has has been playing quite well this year. You know, but like you said, when he's out of the lineup Yeah, it's Yeah. Good things for Antonio Brown and there's going to be some spillover. In those two games, uh, Antonio Brown, 27 targets <laughs> in the last two wow. games with Jimmy Smith out. <laughs> it's yep, like they yep. really looked at – hopefully there will be some left over for, for Bryant. <laughs> oh, yeah. There will be plenty. All right. Let's move on to your tight end, John. My tight end, and I went to the, near the bottom for uh, Steven Anderson at $3,700. Uh, I like it. He took over for uh, C.J. Fedorowicz last week and also filled lineup holes left by Will Fuller not being in the lineup, Bruce Ellington not being in the lineup. That led to a dozen targets for Steven Anderson last mm-hmm. week. Now, ty- uh, Texans tight ends have averaged 7.5 targets per game. No Fedorowicz. That lands fully on Steven Anderson's yep. plate. Plus, And Will Fuller might still be out. Uh, f- yeah, but even if Fuller comes back, Ellington's on IR. So there are targets to be had yep. the two highest target games that anderson has had this year um, last week and then a six target outing in week nine the total of those two games was nine catches for 123 yards and a touchdown so nice. what he he can do something with the volume now he gets a san francisco defense that uh, has given up a tight end touchdown in five of the last six games Jeez. so the niners were very good against tight ends early on mm-hmm. now they're struggling they're going to have to keep up with Jimmy Garoppolo and Marquise Goodwin. I think they're throwing to Steven Anderson and DeAndre Hopkins. He'll get his usual 20-some targets. You but, are uh, right, man. The 49ers were, like, really good against the They were. Ends. They were lights up. I, and I'll have to look at the matchups to see, or, you know, see if they played anyone. Or, but I remember they were, like, top three for a while. I, I, and I thought it would get worse when they lost uh, Reuben Foster to injury. Right. But when he came back, again, it might just be the tight ends they're matching up with, or maybe he just – you know they're not covering with him. They're using someone yeah. else to cover, and it it didn't it didn't it didn't really make sense that that he returns and that goes south. But sometimes that's the way it works. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, that's yeah. I love that matchup. I, I like Steven Anderson quite a bit this I week. Bet I'm, the- I'm so annoyed with him though. I owned him <laughs> in like every dynasty league, and I dropped him early this season. I got him back in like half of them, but I dropped him everywhere because he wasn't doing we, anything. We could drop DJ Foster now to, to pick him up. Oh, that was wrong. I shouldn't have mentioned DJ Foster. Now I've sent you yeah. into a spiraling funk. Well, tell us the legend of Ricky Seals-Jones to get us back on track here. <laughs> the legend of Ricky Seals-Jones. Uh, well, my tight end is Ricky Seals-Jones, as John has mentioned. Uh, he's 4,200 this week. Uh, he's got since since... Blaine Gabbard has taken over. He's led tight ends in targets three straight weeks. He's got 40-plus yards in three straight weeks. And he gets a Titans defense that has allowed 75 yards or more in two straight and two touchdowns in the last three. I don't think they're going to be able to, sta- to stop Seals-Jones. Well, you can't stop Ricky Seals-Jones. You can only hope to contain him, really. <laughs> Interestingly, since you know we, we talked about Carson Palmer 
um, to Larry Fitzgerald at the start of the season when yeah. we were talking about the Cardinals offense and how they never used the tight end position since Carson Palmer went out. So mm-hmm. it's been Drew Stanton followed by Blaine Gabbert. Uh, they've had, I have the stat here, my matchup, there it is. Um, last week was the first game in which Palmer was not around, that didn't start, um, that they didn't score a tight end touchdown. Really? They scored a tight end touchdown in every game that Palmer did not start this year, except last week, and I think they get back in the set. Probably two. Probably two for Ricky Seals-Jones. Two. John's calling it. Is he making more now than he did when he came out of high school? <laughs> I don't know. Is the know. NFL minimum? He, he was at A&M during Manziel's time, so uh, I wonder how much Manziel was being paid. So maybe they didn't have a lot you left know, in but the budget he was, for Seals. He was Jones. never really concerned about money. John, <laughs> That's Johnny true. Manziel. I mean, he never – oh, wait. Never. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave, that's my last tight end. Did you have anything else, or are we getting out of here? Um, we could. I, You know, I think the only other tight end that I had in my article was Cameron Brait, but uh, I think everybody yeah, knows everybody how great knows. he is. So that's, yep, that's not really yeah, – with, with Winston, the or, guy is a touchdown machine, a red zone machine. Ridiculous. With, uh, he's, yeah, so. he's had four top four, uh, at least four. I mean, I'd be even more than that. Top four tight end finishes with Winston at quarterback. So. Yeah. I'd say go to the article. Hey, yeah, I got, got to come to the site and read that. Yeah. Led the league in touchdowns last year among tight ends, and every one of his touchdowns this year was with Winston. None mm-hmm. with, one per game with Fitzgerald. He had one more. Per game. Yeah, he had more targets last week than he did in three games with uh, with uh, Ryan terrible. Fitzpatrick. That's Why would you not use him? Yep. All right. We'll wrap it up. That's We gave you a couple extra players, so. Uh, well, I suppose we got rid of Jay's player. That's probably a beneficial, though. Remember wow. that? Wow. What, what was that? Well, what was I that one wide that. receiver? That Travis Benjamin. Travis Benjamin. <laughs> I, by the way, I did go. He went oh seven and three on the, of the ten guys I listed off the top of my head that without score. <laughs> of course, it helped that Travis Benjamin did not have a catch. Yeah, so. yeah. The, the goose egg <laughs> does hurt there. So, all right. Thank you for listening. For John Tuvey at Jay Tuvey on Twitter. Follow him because he will. Give out a draft link to, to play in a draft with him sometime today where you can win a free entry into that Chase Charge Challenge in Week 17. I will also be doing that. You can follow me at ScottFish24. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.